Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. SG Extra, only on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Prime Time on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly with Shazad Haq. Now, the Omicron coronavirus variant that emerged in South Africa has sparked global alarm owing to its unprecedented set of genetic mutations. And this comes at a time, of course, when countries were just starting to open up mm-hmm. their borders. That's right. And the status of the vaccinated travel lane with South Korea was thrown into a bit of doubt on Wednesday evening. But there have since been updates and we're going to find out all about them from To Tingwei, who is a journalist at The Straits Times, who joins us on the line today. Tingwei, thanks for joining us today. Hi, good evening. So tell us, what's the latest on the vaccinated travel lane scheme between Singapore and South Korea? So regarding the Singapore-South Korea vaccinated travel lane, the latest update is that it is still going on, which was quite a bit of a surprise because I think when South Korea announced that they will basically introduce quarantine restrictions for all travellers, including their own citizens on Wednesday, it did look like there were not going to be any exemptions. So even up to yesterday, I think like industry observers and those involved in like the planning for on the Singapore side, they I don't think the sentiment was that they expected mm-hmm. the vaccinated travelling to continue. So but it seems like the compromise has been to allow Singaporeans under the vaccinated travel lanes to enter South Korea without quarantine. Although maybe returning citizens who are here on holidays, like South Korean citizens, they might have to be quarantined there. So if you are a Singapore resident, at the moment, you are still able to fly to South Korea without quarantine. But I think like for most, those planning their travel should take into account that these things can change very fast. So it's quite an uncertain situation at the moment. Well, that would Tingwei, lead us to the next question, I suppose. Uh, it's, it's, it's just so fluid, isn't it? So, I mean, we could expect to see changes to the new measures at, at any point, couldn't we? Yes, correct. So because, like, I think just to give an idea of how fast things have changed, this time last week, like maybe last Friday, the Omicron variant was just coming out in the news. So... At this point in time, I think there wasn't, the world has been on the kind of like a path of opening up for quite a while already. So even countries that have shut down for quite a while, like Australia, India and stuff, like you have, they have started opening up their borders in recent weeks. So things did look quite optimistic then. And I think like a lot of people are preparing to go for their year-end holiday travel. So just within like three days, suddenly you have countries getting worried, reintroducing restrictions and over the weekend now it seems like the picture has changed quite a lot in terms of how people can travel freely. And Tingwei, uh, you know with all these new restrictions and updates and changes it's difficult to keep up sometimes. Mm. How have uh, travel agencies responded to the current situation? What have their bookings looked like? Have they had quite a number of cancellations? What's been going on? Uh, so my colleague Hong Yi spoke to the travel agents yesterday so so far it does seem like people are getting worried but it mm-hmm. doesn't seem like they have reached a stage where they are starting to cancel their bookings so for example like i think ctc travel told my colleague that they will advise people who are heading to countries where quarantine restrictions are being reintroduced such as south korea to maybe postpone their trip or maybe even cancel it and for trump brothers it's something similar so that's the advice that they are giving and it's quite understandable because i mean if you are suddenly faced with extra three or ten days of quarantine, that does add up to quite a lot of costs, and you'll have to factor in 
like whether you have the ability to take off time off work as well. So I think that's something that the travel agents are advising the customers and what best, like travelers are doing themselves. But quite surprisingly, I think like for example for Chan Brothers, they mentioned that they have around thirty travelers, like would be travelers, who are supposed to travel to Australia this month. And these people, instead of like cancelling their plans, they have decided to go ahead, even with the three-day quarantine. So I think, yeah, that was quite an interesting to, to, thing to note for us, that some people are willing to take on like additional quarantine requirements just to be able to travel. And there are some staggering statistics. Shazad and I were just talking before the interview, and in that article that you mentioned, um, mm. one of the agents, I think, mentioned that on November 30th, 49% of all outbound Singapore air bookings for travel any time in the future were cancelled, while 38% of all inbound Singapore air bookings were cancelled as well. Mm, correct. So for this one, I think, to put it into context, because like before the Omicron variant was reported, I think around last Wednesday, the cancellation rate then was around 20%, 20% okay. So if you look at it from last week till now, it has kind of like doubled following the emergence of the like variant virus. So I think like it does show that even though there are some people who are still willing to press ahead with travel plans, probably those who want to like reunite with their families after a long time or those going for business travel, there are also many travellers who have been spooked by these new travel restrictions. Because I think like if you are planning to travel now, it's actually really quite stressful. Like even before you travel, you have to look up uh, mm. like a lot of instructions like for different countries. Even like when departing Singapore and entering Singapore, there are like different rules. So and now you have Omicron adding adding on to the uncertainty. So I think while the numbers are staggering, in a way staggering, like because like you are looking at half of the bookings, almost half of the bookings getting cancelled, is quite expected. And I would think like it will likely get worse maybe in the past next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean that's that's probably the expectation, isn't it? We've all sort of been primed to to be ready for VTLs to be uh, to be rescinded, reversed, um, mm. and and quarantines perhaps to be reimposed. Um, Ting Wei, I mean the WHO, the World Health Organization, they've warned against blanket travel bans over the Omicron variant. Um, of course, that's easy uh, an easy directive to make, but not so easy for countries to follow. How should we how should we approach this in the face of the new variant? So the premise for WHO's like recommendation on not having reintroduced blanket border restrictions in a way is also to like kind of like reduce discrimination and stuff. And I think if you look at the past twenty months since COVID started, there have been plenty of border restrictions, and it's quite clear that these border restrictions doesn't eliminate the risk of a virus slipping into a country. I mean, Singapore was one example with the Delta variant, and if you look at China, they have kept their borders close very tightly and even like the Delta variant has managed to get in and spread around inside the community there. So I think what experts, for those who are advocating that border restrictions shouldn't be reintroduced at such a big scale, they are saying that, you know, like this isn't really like the main thing that's going to stop the spread of COVID. But what countries are doing this time, and I think it's slightly different, is that they are saying that they are reintroducing the restrictions for short period for the start. So, for example, when you talk about Australia and South Korea, they have said they will reintroduce like tighten restrictions for two mm. weeks first. So, two weeks is quite a short timeline and I would think it's quite optimistic. But mm-hmm. I think the sense is that countries are being a bit more careful about how they are reintroducing these restrictions to try to kind of frame it as a way of buying time to understand more about the variant. 
which is quite a fair, kind of like a fair request, I think. So I think like to see, I don't have the answer of what would be the best solution mm-hmm. for keeping out the virus. But I think like if you want to see the impact of Omicron on border restrictions, I think in two weeks' time after the initial timeline for this kind of border closures run out, we will see like what kind of impact it really has. Like are countries prepared to keep their borders open as they committed to before or like will they keep hunker down and go back to the days where it was the start of the pandemic where everybody was getting more worried. So that's the big question now that I think like people are waiting for. So Tingwei, have you booked a flight anywhere then? Uh, yeah, actually I've been on a media trip to Australia. I was on a media trip to Australia last week, so oh. I was pretty lucky. Like the day after I returned on Saturday, like the world, Australia announced that they were reintroduced the three-day quarantine. So yeah, I've been quite lucky. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, thanks for joining That's us fun. tonight, Tingwei. Thank you so much. Thank you. We've been speaking with Toting Tingwei, journalist at The Straits Times. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.